This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Yes, here we go. Rook, you got that thing ready? Yep. I'm supposed to play this for Pat. Could you describe it to us? I've seen him do it after other games, but this is uh, they they put this he on there. Normally does this after every victory, does he not, yeah, Patrick? Yeah. This is Fleck. He runs into the locker room and jumps into the waiting after arms you, of the players. After you beat Indiana, for God's sakes, you know who might be the worst Division One football team in the country. <laughs> Indiana's that bad. There he goes. Yep. Yeah, and he, he jumps is. into their arm. Okay, that's yeah, great. Yeah, isn't he a big league coach? Is there, is there a big boo there? Yeah. Well, Pat, it's all about culture. That's what that's beat right. Indiana was There culture. he goes. Yay! Now they have started to release this. They must think that uh, it's going to or... catch on with recruits or something. Okay, Joe, I got to find All this. All right, you can turn that you off. You missed this. I got to yes. find this. Where I don't know it? what you're talking Where about. Here, I found it. I found I it. The, did you see the video of the lunatic woman at the Guthrie? I, I heard it. I heard the audio. Yes. Well, uh, Rowan Preston, who's the, the theater critic for the strip, had a story a few days before uh, the Guthrie responded. Mm-hmm. He was contacting other theaters to see how they were going to respond to this. If you, you know what 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 measures do you take if you get a disruptive, crazy person uh, screaming in the theater? Right. Kimberly Motes, M O T E S, from the Children's Theater, mm-hmm. said she was scheduling a quote front-of-the-house meeting to tabletop exercise this. Uh And then she also added that the theater would pressure test our procedures. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What is she saying? I don't know. Front-of-the-house meeting to tabletop exercise this. And boy, did she go to some seminar. She sounds terribly important. (laughs) So my response was, so they got that gobbledygook going for them. <laughs> which, but, is uh, nice. <laughs> which, which is nice. Which is nice. But the, the woman was at the Guthrie was like, I feel, I hope she didn't have a husband with her or a girlfriend or something. That How would you like to be in there with her oh, when she God. goes insane? Because I think she was upset because we had a fella from India who was the director 
Is that right? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't think know. It, yeah, was, it was an I, ethnic fellow, and this was a this was a Christian play, the uh, and that uh, we shouldn't have, uh, and then and, and then she was spitting at people. Was and, she uh, hammered? No, she was insane. No. All right. I have a suspicion who she voted for in 2020, but I'm not mm. going to say it because it could get us in trouble. Because people uh, think that I sometimes make those assumptions when I shouldn't, right? So, I wonder why they think that, Pat. I'm not know. sure why. You know what the Vikings game was yesterday? A thriller. Fun. It was fun. Fun. It was fun. It was fun. And not many of them are fun. And you know what, Joe? They had a couple they could have won. And now they've had a couple they could have lost, and uh, they had a couple they could have lost. I'm showing Pat a, a yeah, picture. Yeah, I saw that so photo of that. Of, uh, they, 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 they were shooting the roosters down on private land. Oh, boy. And uh, my uh, granddaughter shot her first rooster. And called me and told me about that, and I was very All right, excited And I sidetracked for you. I apologize. So, anyway. Could you imagine, though? If Savage hangs on to that interception at the end of the game. Oh, yeah. Completely different narrative. Oh, Cousins is terrible. Yep. Why did he drop it? Well, he he was having trouble when he was landing. He lost it when he hit the ground. When he hit the ground. Because yes, yeah, he why? didn't have all... I, why? I, I, he said it was clumsy. He, he caught it. Just Cousins, Cousins threw it to him. Right. He said, you know. And, uh, yes... By the way, because he was bailed out on two interceptions. Yes, the other one. Because the was other a one in the ticky, first half, tacky interference yeah, call. I thought so too. And uh, well, that was the Hockley drive. Oh God! They, he called the. I don't. You know, I guess some people think it was roughing. It didn't look like he roughed the quarterback. I guess he touched <laughs> the face mask or something. Well, no, he went helmet to helmet to Cousins. I mean, they're, they're going to call that. I mean, I don't agree with it, but they're going to call that every time on the quarterback. And, the and then they then thirty three yard interference call mm-hmm. on a ticky tack play. So, uh, but yeah, if he throws that interception, cool. it's, you can't win with this guy right. as quarterback. Right. Yeah, right. you right. know he's a loser. But you know what? <coughs> Things even out. They had a couple of losses that they're lamenting, and now they've had some wins that they're. The, this is what they should be five and five. Mm-hmm. They're a five and five team. You know. Really? But a lot of people want to say, oh, they could be eight and two. Yeah, it could right be here. Oh, you're looking yeah. at the guy. Well, you should have lost to Detroit. About you know, winless right. Detroit. You should <clears> have <throat> lost to Detroit if they weren't idiots. And you you know you should have lost by, yesterday. By the way, there's a headline. I don't know if it was a Detroit newspaper, but it just says Lions now two game lead for the number one overall pick because <laughs> Houston won yesterday and Houston had the second worst record yes, in the NFL. That was a that was a shocker. <laughs> I think he can go on 17. That's what happened to this guy and to this guy. <laughs> yeah, who was in the sweepstakes? Who is the Do you know anything number? about Justin Jefferson? He's very good. No, is he a good guy, I wonder? I mean, uh, it seems like I don't know him. I mean, you don't, I don't, hell, nobody even gets in the locker right, rooms right. anymore. I yeah. just hope, though, but he that... He doesn't go, he didn't go as nuts when he wasn't getting the ball as Thielen did, you know. Mm-hmm. So. He was inspired by Ed Ogeron. That's what I'm going with. That's why he's such a hell of a receiver. LSU guy? Yep. Jefferson. By the way, you you're it's fairly easy to figure out how you see how LSU won that national title <laughs> yeah. when you're watching the highlights on mm-hmm. a on a Sunday night. <laughs> Half the guys in the league that are making plays are from that LSU team. The guy at Cincinnati, Chase, Chase. He they were teammates, right? Yep. That guy's the best 
young receiver in the league if Jefferson's not. I mean, this, and they were both at LSU. And, oh, by the way, the quarterback won the Heisman. Yes, <laughs> and they got more. The running back from Kansas City, oh, yeah. he was like a backup there. It's uh, they Who, Unbelievable. Who's the prize? Who's Detroit's prize? Who is the number know. one or two pick? I don't know. I haven't been following it that closely okay. this year in college okay. football. Well, they'll draft whoever the number one quarterback is. And he'll stink because he's going yeah, to the Lions. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Who's the kid from Pittsburgh, the number one quarterback? How can that pick? be such a long-lived failure? Oh, Joe. 1957. Two playoff wins since 1957. They are the Timberwolves of football. No. They're, not, they're worse. They're they're worse. worse. The yeah. Timberwolves, Timberwolves are the Lions of the NBA. Timberwolves <laughs> didn't even come into existence till 1990. These guys were already horse bleep for 33 years when yep. the Vikings came oh into a distance. God. It's unbelievable. I tell this story all the time, talking about Lions. Is the Ford to family still on it? Yes, the widow the still in the Bills. Bill Ford's widow, who couldn't have drank as much as Bill because she's still alive. She's in her 90s. <laughs> She's in her 90s, and uh, she's the owner. But I think the daughter now kind of runs the See team. the one that thought you were the caddy? Uh, Bill Ford? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of us who knew him well yeah. called him Bill. Yeah. But Bill, I told you that Silverdome, the Vikings kicked their ass. Bill Ford, grandson of the man who created Detroit as a city, Waiting to get on the elevator, and all these drunk Polaxers <laughs> screaming <Right>. obscenity. <laughs> Sell the team, Bill. You no good. Bleeping, bleeping, bleeper. And it's a guy with a billion dollars who created Detroit that's uh, sitting there at the elevator listening to football fans. The most latest mock draft, courtesy of ESPN, has Kenny Pickett, the Pittsburgh quarterback, How going number one overall, the Detroit Lions. There you go, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Good tout. He might win the Heisman, too, although uh, Chris Stroud suddenly threw his hat in the ring on uh, Saturday for uh, Ohio State, the kid who played his first game against the Gophers and wasn't all that good. Uh, he was uh, 32 for 35 for 400 and... 30-some yards and six touchdowns when they took him off the field. You got that racy throat going? <clears throat> a little bit. Not bad. Not, I'm not, I don't feel it. But you it, know, two Fridays a in froggy. a row now, we've, we've missed you. Yes, I gave him orders <laughs> okay. to make sure that he talks to me yes. on Friday morning to remind me. All because, right. once again, Memoromania? never even occurred to me. Nice. About 1.30 in the <laughs> afternoon, it said... Oh, this is Friday. I should see if Joe's still on the air. You got a lot on the docket. It it was a lot later than I thought. (laughs) I was down at the office. When I get down to the office by myself, there's... You're laser-focused. I am laser-focused, yes. yes. By the way, uh, speaking of college football, did you guys happen to catch the obituary for a Hastings, Nebraska fan? Or a Hastings, Nebraska man who's a giant Cornhusker fan. The old joke about the Cornhuskers killing him. Basically, in the same vein as Big O, he said, The Cornhuskers finally took down my, took me down. (laughs) It it was pretty good. Basically, all all it said was, In lieu of flowers, please place an irresponsibly large wager on Nebraska beating Iowa this Friday. (laughs) I thought that was pretty good. (laughs) Well, they're favored. But Martinez isn't going to play. 
They announced that this well, morning. Well, then they really have a good chance. That's true. That's true. <laughs> when they don't have a Martinez at quarterback, they aren't half bad. So. Can I go back to Detroit for a second? Yes. Ford became the uh, William Clay Ford purchased minority shares in the franchise in '61. Ford became the sole owner on November 22nd, 1963, the same day President John F. Kennedy was shot wow. in Dallas. Wow. And then Anderson and Fife were sparring over the team amidst a gambling scandal that cost the team hefty fines and defensive tackle Alex Karras yes. nope. to yeah, a long-term suspension. Uh, Ford bought out all the other minority owners for 4.5 mil and assumed the control as principal owner. Karras and uh, Paul Hornan were both suspended for a year mm -hmm. from the NFL for gambling. Mm -hmm. Not on NFL, just gambling, mm -hmm. right? Oh, now really? they're running gambling ads during the yes, games. Yes, yes. <laughs> DraftKings. Who's on your DraftKings team today, buddy? Mongo only pawn in Game, game of, of Life. life. Mondo, Mongo, you know, was the co-owner of the Lindell AC downtown. Where really? Billy Martin and Dave mm -hmm. Boswell and Bob Allison had their fight. It was the only place to drink downtown uh, Detroit, basically. It was this dingy little place. And uh, What was the great restaurant, though? Oh, the... Uh, Nifty as hell. Yeah, they had two of them down. Where the audio execs all ate. And... Mm -hmm. God, you know, I used to Just a nice old stuff. school bar. Yeah. Old school <clears throat> restaurant. I, uh, something. I used, I used to go to the runner up for that. Uh, the other uh, place downtown that was more of a blue collar one. But uh, I think I was in the fancy one once. It's long gone. I'm sure yeah. it is. Mm hmm. But I got Famous there. downtown, did you? Ooh, yeah, yeah. Tommy Breyer would eat lunch in there yeah. every day on the road. I don't blame him. It was there Lexington. Yes, only more so. Yeah, because they had a lot. You're right. They had all the big, you know, all the big. That Old was tavern. A, no, God, no. no. I'd know it if I heard it. I'm I'm looking for a list. Speaking of that, uh, guys, <laughs> where where was the old Tiger Stadium? In relation to where the, all the new ballparks are now, pretty uh, much right there. No, was it, it was down this down Michigan Avenue, twenty blocks probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always wondered that because I've, I've obviously been to the new area, but I, I was curious where the old Tiger Stadium. Well, was. the old Tiger Stadium's been torn down, hasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Outback, yes. No, <laughs> no, no, Rook wouldn't be the Outback. I'm gonna hit you in the head. <laughs> outback. What a bleep. <laughs> Joe. Pat, Joe one time was talking about um, a bar or a restaurant in 1750 that it stood the test of time, and he's reading about the mahogany pillars that keep it yeah. alive, and he's just he's given the whole charm. And I said, you know, it's, uh, this one isn't that old, but there's uh, there's a bar called Applebee's, and they have they have one here, but they've made the same one, you know, in Minnesota and Michigan. I said they're, it's really cool. They're they're all the exact same. Uh -huh. I got in a little trouble there. What the hell was the name of this that? This is going to completely consume you guys. Somebody isn't it? call me. Somebody call us. Uh, don't crab du jour. London Chop House. That's it. London Chop House. London Chop House. Mr. Paul's Chop House. London Caucus Club. Yeah, yeah, it was London great. Chop House. It was wonderful. It was, uh, Carl's, Carl's was where I'd go because okay. that was uh, down a peg as far as, uh, you know, I could afford a London Chop House meal on the star on the Pioneer Press <laughs> uh, expense account 
if it wasn't for my drinking problem. Sure. But I, uh, you know, I had to Did go. Did that run the bill up? That would run the, at the London Chop House. It probably cost you three bucks even back then for a good gin and tonic, you know. I always said, Gene, what to mock, I said a couple of times, Gene, if you were... If I took you out to dinner as often as my expense account says, you'd weigh 400 pounds. <laughs> trying, to, trying to pay for the drinking, you know, it was not easy. Hey. Trying to break even on the road was Speaking not easy. Speaking of that, are, uh, are I got the menu up, and no. they don't have prices, but the oh. stuff looks well, pretty good. Well, they're long closed, right? Yeah. Or is it no, still, they're still, is there another one there? They're still going. I wonder if they uh, moved, came back in relocated? a different location or no something. Idea. Maybe it is. Maybe Speaking of that, are the twins aware that the off season has started? That we're we, we can go sign guys now. December, I don't think they're going to do it. December first is probably going to be a lock a lockout. So oh, you think so? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's they're not. So that's what they're waiting for. Plus, what do you want to do? Something. I love this idea that will the twins lose credibility if they don't sign Buxton? What credibility does he have? He never plays. Yeah, he's right. 27 years old, and we're still waiting to find out if he's good or not. I'm still mad, though, that all it took was 130 to keep Barrios. That If that was his asking price, then shame on this front office. For I him. was sad to read you if we lose an Astadillo. Yes. Your piece. Yeah, they let him go. La Tortuga. Go. La Tortuga. Although he did have a moment between when I wrote that column on Friday, I think that night, there was a big brawl in uh, Venezuela, and uh, they, this this pitcher for the other team had hit somebody from his team earlier, like a week earlier when they played. So they resented him somewhat, and he drilled another guy. Ooh. And uh, why would he go back to Venezuela? He always goes back. He it's always not back. livable. Oh, he he goes back, and and. Uh, and he came in and let the guy have it from the side. Uh, ah. Pretty good. Oh, boy. Pretty big, big, full-figured punch on the side of the head. Uh, so he and you know who else was in on the brawl? Miguel. Tell us, that uh, catcher who was in St. Paul, oh. Tom, Tom, who was like the— would have been the fourth. Didn't he get called up for three so. games for I the Twins so. or something? Do they make any money playing winter ball? Probably not, but okay. he don't care. No, he just wants to play ball. He wants to swing. But he was down there last year, Joe, in the middle of the pandemic. Man, I know. wouldn't go back there. He played. Uh, What's he doing for food? He's a big fella. He's going doesn't, to the London Chop House. It doesn't look like it's a problem of <laughs> right. baseball teams. But they played their league last year. They uh, they managed to play their Brian league. Brian Windhorst looks malnourished. <laughs> <laughs> so the Twins just let, released him? Oh, yeah, they took him off the 40-man roster. And if if he clears waiver, which he will, they, Falvey wouldn't tell me for sure they weren't going to resign him. But if I was him, him I wouldn't resign here because... They'd rather have Ben Rortvitt as their third yeah. catcher than you. Go so, sign with Pittsburgh or somebody yeah, that you might get a chance. Might give him some, well, give him somewhere where he can be the third catcher yeah. and get some at-bats. He might as well go there. He's uh, he's amazing, though. He's several seasons, including this past one, he gets on base more getting hit by pitches right. than walks. That was a great line. <laughs> Here's one year where he's got more hit by pitches then strikeouts and walks combined in the minor leagues. That's hard to do. Yes. He put, if it's nearby, he's going to put it in play, man. That's his whole deal. And uh, he was uh, he was a joke. The, I, my favorite, as I pointed out, and they attached uh, all the 
on online they attached uh, the videos, but the one in he hits a home home run in Venezuela with a big huge swing. Yeah, and he ends up down on one knee, and he puts his. He holds the bat and puts his right hand oh. on the bat while he's down there oh, waiting to oh, see where it ends oh, up. No, no. And he's just like waiting for a bus and then it, it, for about two seconds and then he takes off like oh a, my god because it won the game or put him ahead or something. You your business needs to change. Is that me? Yeah. Yep, that's that is you, Joe. Let me get out of that. Business needs. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm done. Um, Joe and I were discussing Pat before the start of Garage Logic. Did you today. tabletop it? Were you tabletopping? No, we weren't tabletopping. <laughs> was it front of the house? Did but, you know? uh, meeting. My Mavs, <laughs> my Mavs took down his Tommies the, over the weekend, right? Uh, St. Thomas in did no, in, in, in hockey. hockey. Yeah, well, no St. Kidding. Thomas held them to 14 goals in two games. Did you see the box score from Saturday night's game? No. Dryden McKay, my guy, the goalie for Mankato, had a shutout. With nine saves, really, <laughs> really. So he set the he set he, he set the record, the college record for most shutouts. He's beat Dryden's yeah, right, record, right? And, and I, I think it was Saturday, it might one, have been Friday. This one should have an asterisk against. It probably it. should. Yeah. Well, Mankato and St. Thomas must represent the extremes of Division One hockey. Yeah, yeah, well, St. Thomas, I'm sure, just like their basketball team, is trying to win with D3 players, you know, yeah. in a pretty good league. But you know? I think Mankato should be – St. Thomas is one of the schools that might take players from that would otherwise have gone to Mankato, St. I think. St. Thomas is going to do okay because they're giving scholarships in hockey, not f- not full numbers yet, but they are <clears throat> yeah. They are giving scholarships. Football is the only sport where they're not giving scholarships. And they're, 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 that's the matchup for Hockey Day Minnesota. They're playing at Blakesley. I think on January twenty second. Uh oh. Yeah. St. Thomas is playing. Might not Mankato. be a thriller for the boys at BS. I don't huh? think us proud Mav alum are gonna give a damn though, and we're all a point three in the stands. Plus the uh, <laughs> outdoor the hockey day in Minnesota is kind of gonna have to play second fiddle this year to the because of all the stuff they're gonna be doing for the winter game, right? The oh, that's classic. true. Yeah, is that's... hockey day in Minnesota outside? Yeah, it's at Blakeslee, where mostly. the football stadium is. In Mankato. In Mankato? Yep. They'll, do they make a rink there? Well, yeah. I hope well, so. They're not going to play on grass. <laughs> no, but I mean, are they going to put in pipes and everything? Or just flood a rink know, and no, hope for just, a cold they'll night? they just flood the rink. And, yeah. And, yeah, hope that it's... I might have to go down for that. That'll be fun. I think there might be alcohol just send out the credential thing. I think there will be. The uh, fellas across the street, oh, Jake will be very happy. Oh, right? yes. Yeah, Jay and the... Uh, Johnny B's, too. Johnny B's across will be very the happy. Johnny B. Those are my people. Last time I went down there, I had a, about an hour to kill before I went to the uh, the event I was going to, the hockey game. I went up to Johnny B's, but Johnny wasn't there. No. He was was it know, packed? Were there people there? Yeah, a few people. Not mm. not too many. It was okay. just just a Saturday with nothing going on on campus. The game, you know, the game's downtown. But, sure. But I uh, Johnny wasn't there. Johnny's a beauty. You should have stopped in at the old South Street Saloon before a Mav game right there on uh, Front Street. I <laughs> went. I walked up and down there, but it was a little too early for the crowd to start assembling. I got gotcha. you. But that's a neat deal they have, yeah, man. They got a- you know Saint Mankato moved downtown. Right. St. Cloud's arena is attached to Hollenbeck Hall, and there's nothing around it, right? Right. These guys, they're play downtown, and there's 20 bars within, you know. So it's a little thriving area. 500 yards, yes. What do they call it? Uh, Front Street Yeah, is the area. And what what, uh, some of us did when I was down there for I just had to stop in. 
Oh, see if I recognized anybody. Oh, no, yeah. no, just one here, and then I got to go to the next one and see if I recognize anybody there. So I went and ordered a, a an individual Pally's pizza, Ooh. but it took so much time. I didn't have time to eat it before I had to take it to go, put it in the trunk, and had to drive it back to oh, home after the no, game. Warmed it up, but it wasn't the same. No, fresh is the best the way. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. they got a special parlor down there? Oh, Polly's Pizza. Polly's. P a g l i a l i. It's a. It's a good. It's a pie. very Italian sign mm-hmm. name, but it's a. It's really good. Nothing like a cold pizza in your trunk. <laughs> yep. well, I couldn't wait to heat that baby yeah, up. Yeah, I heated that baby up when I got home, but it was it, it not kinda, the same. I just did not, not think it was going to take that long, you know. So. And I didn't really want to take it up to the press box and end up with pizza on my right. shirt. That would have been good. Because I am not a neat eater when it comes to pizza, Drew. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Especially one that's slathered well, and stuff. We've cured you of many things, including when we got you to stop stabbing the popcorn bag in the middle <laughs> of it to open it up. It is an amazing thing. You know what? Stabbed you know what that taught me? That taught you that you're a thing. complete moron. <laughs> no, it taught me it's never too late to learn. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's never. describe what it is we're talking about. I could not get into a potato chip bag. Doesn't know how to open a bag. I, I, I usually would take a... He'd find a well, knife too, or a scissors. Right. Yeah, usually a pen to yeah. work. A yeah. pen. A pen. You'd have to, you'd have to <laughs> poke it. And then one day, as, as one, I think I was the educator. You all went. Just Why, grab the top here and go like this. Wow! <laughs> Holy cow! How did you do that? What wow. Do that again. Show me again. <laughs> that was three years ago, so I was, what, 72 then? Yeah. Right? Yeah. When I was 73. Still a kid. I found out. But you could not help me. The other day, I bought a, uh, not a small milk carton, but a small cream carton, right? Okay. Yeah. The one with the... Trick opening that's been there since I was a kid at St. Gabriel's. Okay. How can we do all the things we've done in this country? Right. And the, the milk cartons still open the same way they or did the in 1954. In yeah. Yeah. They don't. You should see what I have to do to some of those to get them all. Oh, I can't imagine <laughs> what tools are brought into play. <laughs> a saw. I need a. Uh, yeah, I need a hatchet. It's they don't. It doesn't. It says do this. You yep. do that, and it doesn't pop open. Well, it never pops open. It, it does, Pat. No, uh, it doesn't. It does not pop open. <laughs> it's very disgusting. Well, how you are you with me. juice boxes where you got to poke the straw I into the little... I never had one in my life. Okay, you know, well, you don't, don't have to serve those to any uh, urchins running around your yeah, place? But they're a little old now for I'll, juice boxes. I'll okay. hand them to them if they want to. They okay. can, they, they're better at that than me. So. Stab this yourself. If they're around. I don't see much of them anymore. They got... Okay. They got lives. Well, they're, they're shooting peasants. Yeah, they got shooting peasants. <laughs> Mickey Rivers, yeah. greatest line. Shooting peasants. Mickey Ryan's and Mickey Rivers was quoted in the what one of the papers saying, "Yeah, how was your how was your offseason? Nah, yeah, great. We were shooting peasants and stuff like that." Yeah. Then he, he and his wife had to fight with the dueling Mercedes Roadsters in the parking lot. Out in the parking lot yeah. at Yankee Stadium, she was banging into him, and he was banging into her. I couldn't, couldn't imagine why. What <laughs> <laughs> Mickey? Mm. What a player, though, for about five, six years, man. He was the left-handed Ricky Anderson there for a mm-hmm. while. He was fantastic. Was he New York the entire time? 
No, God, no. He moved all he over. He moved around? Okay. He okay. moved all over. What a great baseball name. Mickey Rivers. Mickey Rivers, man. That team. That team, when, when, he, when the Twins went out there, unlike now, the Twins were pretty good. They'd get buried, and they'd... Twins now, they kind of get buried, right? Mm-hmm. The, those Twins would have like a six-run lead in the eighth, and you never even had a thought that they were going to hold us. <laughs> once the late 70s, they had, they had an endless supply of left-handed pinch hitters. You, know? you, know, you say the name Mickey, though. Think of that. Think of the three greats. Uh, Mickey Rivers, Mickey Mantle, and Mickey Hatcher. <laughs> yeah, right. Mickey Way. We'll take Mickey that. Okay. We'll take that. Speaking Name three that. famous Mickeys. Uh, Mickey Rooney. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey Mantle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey Way. They take that. Won't we'll take, take that. Mickey <laughs> Way. Bill, Mur- Bill Murray doing the Milky Way. But he's a, he's a oh, black man. jazz musician. He goes, Mickey Way. They take that. Won't they? <laughs> uh, speaking of that, I uh, I saw something where. It was either yesterday or the day before would have been Lyman Bostock's 70th birthday. Wow. Now, remind me, when he was shot and killed, was that during the season? Yeah. Yeah, with about yeah. a week. It was the— uh, Late in the season. Because why was it he was in Gary, Indiana, then, if they were playing? Going to see a relative? His, uh, they, they were in Chicago, and every time they played in Chicago, he'd, his uncle would pick him up at the ballpark, and he'd go out and have dinner okay. with him. Okay, okay. He, he spent his—he uh, was born in Alabama— most of the family moved to Chicago to, uh, you know, work in Chicago. And uh, Lyman, Lyman Sr. impregnated mom and then basically disappeared. Gotcha. And uh, and so she moved up to Gary to be with the family with when family. he was like a, I don't know, five, six, seven-year-old kid. And he lived in Gary till they went, they went to California when he was about 12 or 13. Okay. But, uh, but he lived with his uncle and he was the woman that was with him in the back seat used to be a playmate down in the you know when they were in the neighborhood so he he was talking about those days and and the uncle said well let's go down and okay she lives right down here we'll go down she's living with some other gal we'll stop by and say hello to him and then they were gonna he was driving Lyman back to Chicago and they were gonna drop him off at the bar and, and the Husband thought it was a uh, her boyfriend, and she had one of those big mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, was a kid rib or what with the, that back window, mm-hmm. you know, the circle window in the back, and he porthole. And that boy got shot right through there. Oh wow! Yeah, with a shotgun blast. Yeah, geez, what a morning that was. Were you? My, been, my were brother you called. No, no, my brother called oh. me at six thirty in the morning or something. And, you know, he was an early riser and watched the news, and he said. Lyman Bostock got shot to death. I said, what the hell are you talking about mm-hmm. on Sunday? And wow. So we got to the ballpark, and wow, yeah, it was. I think there was a week of the season left, but he, they'd been here for a odd, like a Monday-Tuesday series, and then had two days off, and then they went to Chicago, okay. or they were in Chicago, the Angels. Wow. That was the last thing he says to me. Take it easy on my boys, poison. <laughs> was the last thing he said. Because mm-hmm. Willie Norwood was here and Hoskin Powell and the guys who were trying unsuccessfully to replace him. Uh, and he was, you know, he was, as Joe can tell you, one of the great talkers of all time. Mm-hmm. I found myself randomly the other day talking about nicknames. I think I was just walking in a parking ramp and for some reason, Papa Up. <laughs> I, I, I just out of the blue, I thought of you calling 
Papa Jackson, Papa Up. And I think that is the funniest story <laughs> and the funniest nickname. Papa Jack, how about we should call him Papa well, Up? <laughs> the, the, the trouble with that was I put it in the sporting news. Okay. And I was the sporting news correspondent for a few years. And, uh, and that, you know, Papa that's before up. the internet. The only thing right. they read about their team when they were out of town was what was in the sporting, right. the 10 graphs that were in the sporting news every week. And he saw that and was waiting, not happy. waiting for me when I got to Orlando. Papa up. <laughs> but we became buddies after that. He became the Red Sox hitting coach there for a while. Was oh, he really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, great guy. What Good was his guy. first name? Ron. Ron Jackson. Yeah. Ron Papa, Papa Jack. Papa yeah. Jack. Yeah. Papa. I said something like, yeah, blah, 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 Papa Jack, but with his RBI, he had a terrible RBI season. I said, it was, I said well, runners on scorer position, it was more like Papa Up. That's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. And uh, uh, not well. Didn't go over well. No, no. You know what? I've been saying this, though. They've... <clears throat> They, newspapers and even our website, they don't worry about us like they used to. There's so much other stuff going on. Oh, God, yeah. You but can get away with anything you want to. But they still have that bad media, you know, uh, um, relationship. Like when they're doing the um, they can, interviews but... and stuff like that. Who are you most fearful of that was going to really go over the line and smack you? I'll tell you what they used to do. Because, <clears throat> like you just said, there was no internet or anything. No. But invariably, they would call home. Oh, yeah. And have the, the game story did, read yes. to them or a column read to them by their wife or whatever. Oh. And then they'd get you. That that day, they would lambast you if they didn't like what you had written. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I told you, Ron Schuler, he, he and I were drinking buddies. He pitched three scoreless innings in relief in Toronto in a game they lost like nine to one. He called his wife to see what lauding, what laudatory comments had been made in the papers for three scores she had both the minneapolis and st paul and i didn't i didn't mention it because it had nothing to do with the game it was like they got their ass kicked dave gold's got me once yeah i just my wife just read what (laughs) what the hell yeah hey just a minute i have a breaking news headline okay Okay. okay. are you ready going to the bank drinking beer Cuts men's risk of erectile dysfunction study finds. Really? Isn't that good news? Wow. It cuts the risk of erectile dysfunction. It's right here. You want back in? Let's see who. You want back in? Let's see who. <laughs> let's Coors see. Light? Does non-alcoholic. You're good to go? How's non-alcoholic beer? Does that let's work? See, uh, let's see who Half. did the study. Now, does this mean drinking it or soaking it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I it's fun to do both. Glass. It's fun to do both. <laughs> oh, never mind. It was a Chinese study. The hell oh, with those commies. Okay, okay. That's all full yeah, of formaldehyde. Right, yeah, Chinese, Chinese beer. beer. I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know what I say about erectile dysfunction? No, I don't. What I'm do sorry I brought it up now. How do you know? You know. <laughs> what do you compare it to? Like, uh, hey, uh, Fred. <laughs> Fred, let me ask you How something. How do you know? Yes. Yes. Right. Hey, Joey. Joey hey, Meatballs. Joey, Meatballs. Joey, Meatballs. How, How does can this you work? tell? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I might now that you bring up Joey Meatballs. I might stop at the on the way home. Yards. Malcolm Yards. Yeah, pretty good. Oh my God. Apparently, there's another one of those downtown now. Grays or something. Gray Town Hall oh, or something. I down seen behind that one. Target Field somewhere. 
Oh. Not downtown St. But Paul, just kind of like a small restaurant. Got a bunch of choices. You know, restaurants in there, I guess. That's what somebody told me. What else we got? We got to have something else. Well, we got the <laughs> Wilder at the Jerseys tomorrow night. Then they're home to the Winnipegs Friday afternoon. <clears throat> Why doesn't Dane Evison start telling this team... There's only 10 minutes left right. in the first yeah. quarter. Ready, go. <laughs> yeah. they got to start a few of these games with a lead. How many? I, I bet they've given up the first one two-thirds of the time, yeah. haven't they? I was actually listening to the boys on the radio, and I, they gave the stat, and I can't remember, but it was a high percentage of their games they've allowed the first goal. God, has Tampa become a hockey town. Yeah, they sell amazing. that giant building yeah. out. And... I did a bunch of stuff on them uh, when I was down in Florida early, like 18, when they were— They've won the last two, right? Yes. 19 and 20. Yeah. 18 is when they had that team that had was averaging five goals a game and was winning. The, they won the league by like 20 points. Then they got swept in the first round by Columbus. No. And, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was this guy that owns them. Mm -hmm. this, just, this used to be a hedge fund guy, I believe. And uh, Jeff Vinnick. Vinick, I don't know. He's a genius. Mm -hmm. He's a genius. They Who's give their it GM? Isn't it Yzerman? Well, it was Yzerman, and now it's somebody else. Okay. But Yzerman kind of said. When you it go up back to the beginning, and wasn't it Phil Esposito? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I, I talked to Esposito too. He was he's still on the radio down there. Okay. Still a very big celebrity. There's still Louis's buddy. Statue out in front. Yeah, yeah Louis's pal. And uh, but I I did like four long stories on it. Vinick is Vinick. The, the one I loved is he gives away. $50,000 in the, you know, they select a fan of the game and they give away $50,000 to the fans' favorite charity mm -hmm. between the first and second period every game. Wow. And during the lockout, I think it was, uh, when's the last time they were shut down? The, the year they, no, when was it? Or was, was it 05? 04? No, no, no. It was, it was more recent than that. He's only owned the team a few years. During the shutdown, I guess, maybe during the pandemic shutdown, they still went to their schedule and would go to somebody's house and give them a really? check for $50,000 whenever a game was scheduled. Right. Would have been originally scheduled, and they'd give them 50000 made out to whatever their favorite charity was. You know what the key to that building is? It ain't on the other side of the river. That's true. Where That's is it? Because I was down there. It's downtown, isn't it? Is it no, it's, it's a ways down the shore, though, and it's... But it's, it's, you can it's between get to them it. and Ibor City. Yeah, yes, you can, you can get, get to it. There's an exit there, yeah. and then downtown. So is you can't get to that dump where the Rays no. play. No. no. Is it where uh, Brady threw the trophy to Gronk? Yeah, in it's the... in that area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, uh, you know, he's building a, he was, now I don't, the pandemic might have changed things, but he was building a city down there, right? Oh. I mean, an office building and bars and stuff and a lot and, and the nightlife was already down there from new stuff that they built because it was an old lousy warehouse area that he they built the arena in and remade it the hell of a building yeah and it's uh you know they that i thought that now somebody uh you know i think basketball when 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 A Rod and the other guy were looking for places to go, I thought maybe Vinny could be you know if they wanted to leave, and somebody said A Orlando has the the territorial rights, right? And B, 
the hockey team is so entrenched right. that the NBA team would be out of luck. You know that oh, they okay. have everything's wrapped up down there from being good. That it's uh, it's uh, you know they got. They got youth programs down there in Tampa. They got a lot of youth hockey programs. Well, why, why, They've had number one draft choices. Why do they sell nineteen thousand every night? And Florida can't do that. Florida the Panthers got a hell of a club. Yeah, but they haven't been good for no, a while. But and they're out in the middle of nowhere. I think they're in the middle. Are they they're in on Hollywood? the turnpike? No, they're on the turnpike. I drove when I'd go see the the family Ryan and his family in uh, Delray Beach. I'd take the turnpike when I was driving over from Fort Myers, and they're right on yeah. the turnpike, and it's, it just sits out there, nothing near it. And I don't know, the heat were good, you know. The heat yeah. got a new building, and that place, Tampa traffic, horrible trying to get to St. Pete, but Miami traffic trying to get anywhere in Rush hour starts at 2.30. Well, you're wedged end. down in the boot of the country. Yeah. A, you can't go anywhere. 2.30 to 7 is rush hour there. And they, uh, you know what they have that we've discovered now during the pandemic here? What? They have, they've had it forever, is the youth, is the older people, such as myself, driving 50. Mm-hmm. And the youth in their Nissan XWDs or whatever they are, driving 95, racing each other right. through the traffic. I've seen that for years there. And they and then they get the accident, and then the traffic backs That's up bad. for right. 20 miles. So um, Back to uh, Tampa. I'm going to give you the Tampa Bay Lightning Hall of Famers. Uh, Dave Andrichuk. At left wing. Who I remember as a Winnipegger, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Mark Ricci, mm -hmm. uh, right wing. He was a Buffalo guy. Dennis Savard as center. None of these guys are Tampa Bay players. Oh, None of them are Tampa Bay players. <laughs> they just happened to stumble in there once. I'm with Martin St. Louis, yeah, okay. Martin St. Okay. Louis, hell yes, yes. He's, a, he's a Tampa player. Dino Cicerelli. Dino is How on long the did Dino play for the Tampa? Two years, 96 to 8. Yeah, this is not their all time. This is the ones that are in the Hall of Fame then. Isn't that yes. when they played where the uh, Rays play? When yes. Tampa yeah, first yeah, arrived yeah, here, yeah. they played Dino, in that dump? Dino did play in St. Pete, yeah. yeah. When they made the, they built the hockey. They had the biggest crowd ever for a hockey game. Nobody could see it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Plus, they apparently the ice was like yeah. a slush city. But when did they start? About then, right? 90s. Yeah, 96. 96, it was, yeah. Because um, I got a picture. I of... talked to Dino about it a couple of times. Oh, earlier, 92. 92. Really? Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they were trying, and then it looks like uh, the Esposito group would win the expansion franchise on December 6, 90. And then... I think they paid for a 92 exhibition. I think they paid, like... Thirty million or something. Yep, it's twenty nine. I think uh, wanted uh, twenty nine million. Twenty nine million for What's an Seattle expansion team. Uh, billion wasn't it? A, what, was it a billion? Eight hundred million, I think. September wow. of ninety two, they played their first preseason game. Against Vegas, Stars. Vegas paid seven hundred fifty million, or seven hundred seven hundred fifty million, and Seattle paid a little more. It's good to be an owner in that league. Yeah. Or any league. You know what you yeah, get there? The crackheads aren't playing very good, though. No. Nope. Crackheads are good. on a losing streak. Yeah, they're not as good as they. They didn't give them the same team they gave Las Vegas and uh, right away. So 
Anyway, when do we play the uh, we the crackheads? Have been they, we've been out there twice. Have they been here yet? No. Mm. You got your Winnipeg coming in for your post Thanksgiving matinee. Ooh, there'll be some <laughs> there'll be some people at the now. They used to fill the mall. I don't know where they fill now. And you got a uh, Tampa Bay game Sunday afternoon at mm. one p.m. Wow. Friday, Sunday they play. And where are our Vikes play yeah. uh, at San Francisco? At San Francisco, three thirty game yep. Sunday. That mm-hmm. might be the uh, game of the week. Might be. The, the late, San Francisco is playing well lately. Not late, lately, but they still have Garoppolo. And the Gophers out. have a home to Wisconsin at three o'clock. Three Saturday. o'clock Saturday. That you the, stay attention to Nebraska and Iowa. Iowa and Nebraska. That's for the Gonfalon. So if the if the Iowa loses, that's right. Basically, all the Gophers have to do is beat Wisconsin because I don't think Indiana is going to beat Purdue. No, I do not think that will be the no, case either. No. Let's just hope PJ gets to do another dive. Now they're, oh man, he'll be crowd surfing the crowd if they. <laughs> he's going to leave the locker room and crowd just surf jump the up there. If they beat Wisconsin and let's say Iowa wins, what bowl game will they be going to? Do you think? Well, if you lose the Big Ten West championship, you do not go to the Rose. If you lose and you're the Big West champion, Big Ten West champion, you do not go to the Rose Bowl. Okay. The loser of the Michigan Ohio State game will go to the Rose Bowl. Sure. Okay. But if Michigan wins, where is that game? Is that at the Horseshoe? Sure. The Rose yes. Bowl? No. no. Ohio, Michi- State, Ohio Michigan State of Michigan this is at the big play. I'm I know where of, the Rose Bowl. Is. Yeah, I'm aware of where the Rose Bowl's played. <laughs> yes, but it will be quite a game because uh, if you win, you get to go to the Rose Bowl because you'll be That's the Big true. Ten representative. If you lose. Yeah, it might be in Detroit. <laughs> you know, so London the, Chop House. The, uh, the drive. But there is talk that they, if they lose, they could be in the Pinstripe Bowl, which would be fun. It's Yankee, Yankee Stadium, Stadium right? Yeah. Yep. I said this to Judd today, though. If, if you're a Gopher fan and your team makes the Pinstripe Bowl, you better get in on some kind of a charter with a hotel deal. Yeah. We were going to, I told you, we were going to go to New York. Oh, yeah. Every hotel is over 400 bucks. Yeah. Oh. So we're gonna stay home in the comfort of our of our own selves. And were you thinking New York for Thanksgiving? Ah, uh, we were gonna go uh, the day after. And but you've canceled your go. plans. Yes, can't it's afford too expensive. it. Expensive. Can't afford it. I can't afford afford to spend two grand for a hotel before we even start spending money on other stuff. Right. I don't blame. You. Last time I was out there, we. Uh, had an opportunity to buy two tickets for the nut, the you know the nutcracker ice nutcracker no (laughs) the ballet oh debuts on the friday after thanksgiving all the time and the wife has said she'd always wanted to see that wow so i called up i called up ticket king and said uh i need a ticket for this thing on friday He he says i can get you two Three hundred and twenty-five apiece. I said, I think I'll tell her I can only get you one. Yeah, Actually, you can only give me one. one. And you got it. So, so I got her ticket, and she got there. She sits down like 
front row, close I enough. This. Close enough to touch the ballerina. Right. There's an empty seat next to her. Oh. <laughs> and then some woman comes in like they well they put me here because the seat was empty and she saw me afterwards and said, "You could have gotten another seat, you liar." <laughs> and I said, "Yes, you're right. You caught me, but I, I saved three hundred bucks. So you know." But Plus, I allowed you to go alone without yeah. having to deal with me. You could absorb it. You could absorb it much longer with me saying, "Now what the hell are they doing?" Right. Right. Oh, you want to leave yet? Mean? You yeah. want to leave what? yet? I don't get it. I don't, how are we supposed to interpret this crap? I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. No, you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, let's go to the bank. Okay. All righty. Uh, come on, PJ. Let's see some more crowd surfing, you egomaniac. You. Let's go. <laughs> this is Patrick Gracie for the Canopy Group. Your kids are back in school, and when they get home, they do their homework, or they're supposed to do their homework. Why don't you do your homework? You have been with that same home and auto insurance company that has only one agent who represents only one insurance company for years. You deserve options. Let's face it, your insurance needs change as the years go by. Insurance companies' rates certainly change as the years go by. That is why the Canopy Group provides you with 16 options, not one, 16. Don't tell your kids, but you can outsource your homework to the Canopy Group. They will teach you how they find the best insurance coverage for the best price, not only today, but each and every year. Contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com and let them do the homework for you. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952 925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock. And why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, Go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you.